You're listening to the Detroit is Different Podcast Network. Hi, welcome to the Unicorns Are Real Podcast. I'm Aaron or Erod, whatever you want to call me, since I think that's my everyday spiel now. Um, unfortunately, I'm doing another solo episode. I know, I'm supposed to be putting you guys on to local artists. Um, <laughs> but, you know, things have been getting in the way. Today, our guests, unfortunately, had to cancel. But hopefully you guys will hear them on um, a future episode. Um, what is my color of the week? I don't know. My week has been all over the place. I don't know if I want to like go for like a gray, a, like a gloomy palette or something, but I haven't been like sad. So I'm trying to think of like something that just describes how overwhelmed I've been or how stressed out I've been at work. But I mean, I've been working like mm, damn near since the hours. <laughs> a week for these last two weeks um today I was supposed to stay late but I was like I need to record because last week I didn't drop an episode so I had to get I had to get in the studio today and drop something for you guys I was really praying I had a guest because I was like they want to hear something and this guest today was gonna be great y'all I promise you they had some nice music some really great music to plug and I think you guys would have really loved how multifaceted they are. So maybe I'll have them in the weeks coming. Hopefully I'll have them in the weeks coming. If not, like I have some other artists that I have or some other unicorns I have in mind that will go crazy and bring you guys lots of joy. Hopefully. I promise. Yeah. Okay, so I can't think of a color of my week, but because um, last week Charity dropped her album, I'm going to go with one of the songs on her album. I think I'm going to do Self Love. Self Love is a really great song. Um, of course, the single came out before the album, and I was listening to it then, but, you know, since the album's been in rotation that and double dutch so we we're just gonna like plug in the self-love right here Okay, that was Self Love by Charity, guys. Go check out her album if you haven't. Tenderhead it is amazing. I really enjoy the album overall. So go listen. Stream all of it on all platforms, I think. I think it's on all platforms. I can't I can't actually, you know, guarantee that. Wait, what does this say? Jordan came to the door with me and the door dash picture. <gasps> I'm sorry. I just read a tweet of uh, my best friend. She said her door dash delivery person touched 
my my Buddha on the face. Oh my goodness, why would they do that? You don't be touching people, kids, especially like with this virus going around. One, I I think you've lost your mind. Ooh, yes. Okay, I'm sorry. I start getting distracted. I shouldn't even be on, um, inst- I mean, Twitter. Shouldn't be in these Twitter streets. Um, Jaira likes me to give you guys stories on my solo episodes, and I'm trying to think of something to talk about. You know what? Let's talk about grandparents. I think grandparents are, like, amazing they're they know so much because they've seen so much because they've been around so long and I think all three of my grandparents that are alive are phenomenal um I'm gonna start with Linda senior citizen which is my mom's mom because I call my mom Linda no that's not her government name um but it's also it's not yeah it's not her name at all so I'm being kind of disrespectful, but not like I'm calling her by her first name disrespectful. I'm just calling her by a stranger's name. And I've conditioned her, well, I've used it enough, which means I conditioned her enough that, you know, she responds to that name even when we're out in public. And then she'd be like, I'm not Linda, I'm mom. And I just remember, okay, to give me a story, give you another story about my mom. Back when we, before I started calling her Linda, because, you know, that Listen Linda video, um, before that, she <laughs> she would never respond to mom when we was out. And we like, so what we supposed to call you? You don't be answer When we say mom out in stores or whatever, you don't answer. So what are we supposed to call you? Are we supposed to call you? What are we supposed to call you? We'd be like, mom, mom. we go into that whole little stewy thing, right? And she is still not answer. And then we would say Miss Brown. And then she would turn around because my mom, oh, shoot. Yeah, my mom was a teacher. That ain't her last name no more, so don't worry about it. So my mom was a teacher, and <laughs> she literally wouldn't respond <laughs> until you called her by her name. Um, And that used to drive us insane. But back to grandparents and how amazing they are. So Linda Senior Citizen um that's my mom's mom I visit her every now and then because I don't I don't really enjoy driving to Taylor because she moved to Taylor to be closer to her other daughter because she thought her other daughter would be helping her more but you know sometimes my auntie don't be like popping up over there and then my grandma in turn would call us who live out the way to go to Taylor even though her daughter her oldest daughter is literally like right around the corner from her it drives me insane, y'all. Like it it drives me mad to drive the Taylor, but I'd be like, oh. <laughs> Like this one time I was um heading out to Taylor because my auntie was paying me to do her hair. And I had just got off of work. I had to work late this Friday. Like this was two weeks ago. So I had to work late that Friday. And I'm I'm already mad I had to work late. Then I'm like, dang, now I got to beat up braiding hair. Like, if you know me, you know I don't really enjoy doing hair. Yes, I can do hair, but it's not something that, you know, I aspire to do all the time. Like, it's, I guess it's nice, like, getting a couple change when people pay you what you want to be paid. 
I want it to be like the style I did. If somebody else would have done it, done it, it would would be worth like a hundred and something. My auntie, she didn't give me that, but I also told her to pay me what's fair, and that's what she saw as fair to pay me, even though I had to drive the tailor to do her hair for the hours I was out there after being going after work. But I'm, you know, I'm working on myself because I shouldn't be complaining because you know, closed mouths don't get fed. Never, if I really felt some type of way, I should have said something. All right, but that's besides the point. Back to Linda, senior citizen. So I was driving. I was driving towards, you know, Southfield Freeway because I was, I mean, I work, I work kind of (laughs) far. And I had to get on the Southfield Freeway to go, you know, of course, south. And I'm driving. My grandma called me. So I'm like, dang, how she know I'm going to Taylor? Who snitched? Who snitched and told her I was coming out to Taylor? I was like, dang, somebody snitched. She going to ask me to do something. She going to ask me to pick up something. I want to go to no store. I know she going to ask me to go to some store. So I answered the phone because I can't just ignore my grandma. So I answered the phone. I'm like, hey, grandma. Or I probably said, hey, Linda, senior citizen. And then she would tell me just like, shut up or something. And she like, can you go to the grocery store for me? And I'm like. I don't want to go to no grocery store. I hate going to grocery stores sometimes. I'm like, okay, what do you need? And then she only eats, I mean, sometimes I guess she don't feel like cooking, so she only eat this this specific TV dinner. And <laughs> and she like, yeah, I had such and such go to the store, and they couldn't find it because they were all out. Because clearly it's a popular dinner or whatever. She don't sound like this, by the way. But this is going to be my voice for her. So um, could you go to the store, the grocery store? She absolutely does not talk this nice to me. (laughs) This is me being nice to myself. This is me using I care words for myself. Because she don't don't talk this nice to me. Um, So (laughs) I'm like, "Mm, okay, I'm going to do it. And I was like, all right, Grandma, I see you. Then she was like, or you can come tomorrow. And I was like, I'm definitely not driving out to Taylor twice. (laughs) It's all got to be a one one stop, like one trip. I do everything in one trip. So I go to this busy Kroger out on, I don't know where is it. I don't even know what city that I know the Kroger ain't in Taylor that I went to. So I go to Kroger. I'm looking for this TV dinner. That TV dinner does not exist. Um, I looked everywhere. And then I tell her the options. She's like, mm, none of them sound good. Uh, I guess you can pick me up a couple TV dinners. And I'll be like, but if you don't like none of these and you're just going to waste it, you kind of wasting my money. <laughs> but I, I didn't want to be disobedient. So I got her a couple options. I, I I said the options out loud so she didn't know which one she to prepare herself for. And I got those. I get to her place and I give her her dinners or whatever. And then I'm I'm starving. So I had stopped and got me some food right before I got there. So I'm just like killing my food, trying to engulf it down because now I got to do hair. And then <laughs> as I was leaving, I was like, who told you I was coming to Taylor? And she was like, God told me. 
<laughs> and I was like, oh. I was like, okay, okay. Then I was like, why God snitching on me? Why you telling her? And then I was like, I mean, I was like, I guess he was like, you need to go see your grandma. So that was nice. It was a it was a nice little short trip with her. Sometimes her my trips to her house, like to drive her around and take her places, be a little stressful because she's so stubborn. And I'd be like, can you just listen to me, Linda, Linda Senior Citizen? And she'd be like, I'm the grandma. And I'd be like, okay, but you don't need to buy this. And she'd be like, who grown? And I'd be like, well, I thought I was a little bit grown. I mean, I'm not grown, grown. You know, I'm not grown enough to be, I'm, you know, I'm not, I'm never going to be grown to be talking to you any type of way. But, like, I'm just trying to help you make better decisions with your money. Because, I mean, if old and retired, you're on a fixed income. So you shouldn't just be, like, spending your money any type of way. You feel me? But, you know, she don't understand that. So, and then anytime, like, she just has an unreasonable request. I call my mama. I'd be like, Linda, you got to talk to Linda Senior Citizen because she getting mad at me. And I'm just trying to keep the peace. And I'm trying to keep her, you know, keep money in her pocket because she just be trying to blow it. So, yeah, that's my journeys. And I also call her Miss Daisy, of course, because when I'm driving her around, I'd be like, I got to go drive Miss Daisy. And if y'all ever see my Instagram, my post um driving Miss Daisy around and her struggling to get in the car because sometimes it's not funny <laughs> but she'd be like why your car so low but then if I ever drive drove my sister truck oh why you had to bring the truck you know it's like little things but it was mad funny and I know based off of her I might be annoying to whatever grandkids I might have in the future um but now on to my um, dad's parents, my uh, grandma and my grandpa. <laughs> uh, they they are funny. <laughs> I went over their house this weekend. I had to take, yeah, two trips over to their house this weekend because I didn't know they were having something for my grandma's birthday on Sunday. I just thought they were probably sat- celebrating Saturday, which was her actual birthday. So I go over there Saturday and I pull up, and they're tired because they were at a funeral all day. And <laughs> I was like, well, I, well, I didn't want to go back home because I had drove out that way. And I was like, I don't want to go all the way back home because that doesn't make sense. So I'm going to just stay. My granddad not die on the couch. Like, man's not moving. So I was like, had, did she check to see if he was alive? Because... I mean, then I saw him breathing, but it was just like, he was just gone. And then my grandma was like, oh, I'm really tired, too. We were at a funeral. This this is how my grandma, this grandma sounds. We were at a funeral all day. They had us there at 830. And the family had the nerve to not even be there on time. And they had me there early. And I was trying to set up by myself. And I felt really bad because I was like, she don't need to be doing all of that. But she she nice. Anytime there's a funeral or something happening at their church, my grandma own it. Any, like, event, she'd be like, I got to decorate. Let's go to Hobby Lobby. She made me, like, I had um, 
my trip that I took last month with my company, whatever, they picked me up from the airport, but they make me drive. Like, they make me drive. When I ask them to take me to the airport, I have to drive to the airport. And then, you know, they drive home. And then when they pick me up from the airport, I have to drive back to their house and then pick up my car, of course, from their place. And she, all fresh off my flight, she like, take me to Hobby Lobby. They not closed yet. Just so she can buy decorations for this lady's retirement party, which was really sweet because of um, the lady, I guess she didn't have anybody to celebrate or like. I don't know what was happening. I don't remember what the cause, but I was like, do you really need these? And then she gave me a sob story and I was like, oh, I guess you do need these. Um, Now I feel like a butthole, but I was just tired after being out. I just wanted to go to sleep. I'm sorry. But yeah. So yeah. So when I went to my grandparents Saturday, back to that story, because I like falling down rabbit holes. um, I... I just took naps with them. Like they like we had a nap party. Like my dad pulled up and he was like, Oh, so y'all sleeping in here? And I'm like, it turned into a nap party because they was tired and I was tired and I didn't even do nothing that day. I was supposed to go out that day. I was supposed to go out um on a date or whatever Saturday, but I ended up not doing that. And I ended up just taking naps with my grandparents and the full face of makeup. <laughs> Which was which was wild because then I go home. Well, I go pick me up some Mexican food because if I'm going out, because like if I'm going out that way, I'm gonna just swing by, pick me up some Mexican food, and then um, dip back to the crib. And then I was mad. I was like, "Dang, I'm sitting in the house. I was supposed to be going out. I'm just eating Mexican food in the Facetime and a good friend, and then just catching up. And then you know, heard my neighbors bumping I mean rearranging furniture again at 1 a.m and then I was kind of mad about them rearranging furniture this time because I'm like dang y'all I'm about to lose an hour y'all could have did this at 12 y'all could have did this at any time before this moment but y'all wait till 1 a.m knowing at 2 a.m it's about to be 3 a.m y'all playing games I gotta wake up for church I gotta go work (laughs) and y'all playing games with my sleep I just need a little bit of sleep I just need and then they playlist was trash. I'll get back to my grandparents in a second. But my neighbors, they playlist was so trash, dog. I don't, <laughs> whatever playlist they was listening to to rearrange furniture. When I say rearrange furniture, of course, I'm talking about them having sex. But whatever playlist they um was listening to, it was so trash. And I was like, now y'all got a trash playlist too? I got to hear y'all have sex, and I got to hear y'all terrible choice in music. Like, it was all over the place. Like, one of the songs, I swear they was playing disco music. And I was like, I know this guy ain't even that Oh, Why he playing disco? And I was like, who am I? I be listening to disco music. But not, I mean, I, I don't just, like, be playing it out loud. Like, I, that's something that I play in my headphones or something sometimes. Occasionally when I just, I'm feeling it. Um, and then it went to like LMA and then I was, then it went to Tony, Tony, Tony. I was like, all right, all right, you got something there. You know, I love Raphael Sadiq. I love the whole crew. Yes. It was anniversary. That was the song that came up before I was like, all right, I'm, I need to like force myself to knock out. So I had put in my headphones and just like close my eyes and pray that I got some sleep because eventually they stopped. <laughs> 
But back to my grandparents. I'm sorry. I had to talk about that because, boy, I was so mad. <laughs> I, I wanted to do <laughs> um, the the insert into Trey Song's song. Even though I don't like Trey Song's, but um, Neighbors Know My Name. So I was thinking, knock, knocking on the wall. <laughs> and I was like, I don't want to be that neighbor. But <laughs> my friend, they were like, how about... Cause I'm on FaceTime. How about, <laughs> how about you go sip your phone outside their door, knock right, and then I tell them to relax a little bit. You trying to get some sleep or something, whatever. <laughs> and I was like, that's not gonna work out. As much as it would be funny, cause I would need to record that, like me saying my phone, so you can FaceTime my neighbors just to tell them to chill. Nah, we can't. We can't do that. <laughs> But so like I got some sleep and then Sunday comes around and then my dad messages me in the morning like we're celebrating your grandma's birthday. We're going to have dinner or whatever come through. I'm like, bet I don't got to cook free food. OK, I mean, of course, I'm wasting. Ga- I mean, not wasting gas, but using gas. <laughs> so I go to their place, catch up with my grandparents. My grandparents were being so adorable. Like, sometimes my grandma, how she be talking to my granddad, it's a little, you know, sometimes she'd be a little But my granddad has a hard time hearing now. So she was mad at him because he he had left his hearing aid at home. <laughs> and she was like, Sam, is that why you couldn't hear at church? And she, her voice goes into, like, a very, like, sometimes a high pitch when she be talking. Because she be trying to let him, like, get him to hear her, of course. Because if he don't got his hearing aid in, you got to go extra hard to get him to hear. She was like, so you knew you didn't have your hearing aid in this whole time. And he just looking confused. (laughs) He was was like, okay. (laughs) Like, like basically, his face was like, okay. It happened. What you want me to do? Like, it's done now. And... So she made some put in his hearing aid because she like, it's my birthday. You're going to do what I say. And then she was like directing them to what type of food. She was like, who picking up the food? I told y'all what I wanted today. Sam, who's picking up the food? <laughs> and it was be so sweet. And I just love my grandparents, like them being around. Like you guys should see them like during like, well, I mean, of course you guys aren't going to see them, but my grandparents like during holidays or whatever just anytime they're like cuddled up it's like really cute and i'll be like oh i too one day want to be old and cute with whoever's son that's gonna (laughs) which would be nice you know so (laughs) i just think they're really cute and like some like stories to go along with my grandparents like from my childhood memory so my mom's mom, Linda Senior Citizen for reference, um, she <laughs> when we used to go to her house, my sister me and my sister, um, we used to watch Star Wars all the time. I don't know why we used to watch Star Wars, but we we I don't know, she used to just have that on. Star Wars was our go to at her house. Star Wars and Toy Story. And I'm trying to think of if there was any other ones that we, like, definitely watched. That grandma also, like, scared the living daylights out of us. 
<laughs> by playing Left Behind. I, as a child, Left Behind really scared me. I mean, it still kind of scared me because I'd be like, man, I really need to get my life right. But she played Left Behind for us, and I cried for days. I was like, mama, grandma told me I'm going to be left behind, and I don't want to be left behind. <laughs> I don't want to go. I don't want to be tortured. <laughs> Just, I don't want it. I don't want none of that. I want to go up when he call us the first time. I don't want to. I don't want to. <laughs> like, I was just like, I was just crying. Because I was like, man, a way to traumatize a child <laughs> is to throw that movie on. Especially if you, like, used to, then you're like, dang, am I? And then as a child, I'm like, am I really living right? And I ain't even doing nothing. Like, the scene back then, it's like, what scene are you really living in? <laughs> you're not doing nothing. You're not, I don't know. You just like. She was just like, y'all need to give y'all life to the Lord. And I was like, okay. Yes. But not understanding it fully. So I didn't even know I was crying like that. But yeah, she used to put on those movies for us. Um, and then my grandpa my my dad's parents, um, <laughs> when I go to their house, I w- they let me control. Um the movies coming on. So like we used to watch Veggie Tales because you know you gotta get into the religion thrown in there. So we watched Veggie Tales. Why well, I'm saying we I was the only grandchild for like maybe six or seven years. So me being the only grandchild over there, I was kinda in control because it was nobody. Um so Veggie Tales first and then as a child <laughs> My granddad, he he loved watching the Phantom of the Opera. So we used to watch the Phantom of the Opera. And he would watch, outside of the Phantom of the Opera, he would watch, like, action movies. Like, um, his favorite movie is, like, I think it's Bridge Over um, Lake something. It's, um, it's like a World War movie i think is it lake Kauai or so it's something it's something it's a vietnam maybe it's a bit the vietnam war i'm gonna go with vietnam maybe possibly i don't know i don't know what i don't know what decade i every time he put that movie on i fell out so i really can't tell you guys what the movie is about i just know it instantly puts me to sleep but he loves it and i bought it for him because like i guess he lost the tape or something. So I bought it for him for his birthday one of these years. And he was so excited. Like, the joy on his face. But outside of that, my favorite movie to put on when he was done watching The Phantom of the Opera and all them other action movies, I would put on The Blob. The original Bob came out in, what, the 50s? I'm I'm not sure. I think The Blob came out in the 50s and then, like, was remade in the 80s. But we played the original one, the 1958 cut. And I thought that was the funniest movie in the world. I'm sorry. It sounds like it's a bunch of mucus in my throat. <laughs> but I was I was just in all of that movie because it's like it's like was really scary at the time, right? 1958. 
just like hearing an alien crash down onto earth and then it's killing all these people but it was so funny as a child because like I just didn't understand how they was running and this thing that just rolls it don't got legs it doesn't have arms it just rolls and they just let the thing absorb them and each time it absorbed somebody it got bigger and I used to be dying laughing as a child watching this with my granddad I think he thought I was a psychopath because I'm like how are they (laughs) how are they allowing themselves to get read over by this thing that's moving in slow motion and it just be not making noise but in my head I think about well noises of it rolling over people which is the funniest thing in the world I don't know why that's so funny to me but (laughs) but like just like Imagine being a kid and just being so close to the TV, just excited, like, let's watch the blob again. I know my granddad was, like, sick of me. I know my grandma was sick of me, too, but she could just go in the room, <laughs> in her room, and, like, put on a TV. And my granddad would just suffer through it. And then by the time, like, before the movie would be up, I'd be knocked out because I done seen it so many times, so I don't need to see the end. <laughs> I'd just be knocked out on my granddad. And that's why grandparents are precious jewels. Because you can annoy them all you want and they'll still love you. Sometimes your parents, you know, they get attitudes about doing certain things. But your grandparents, they got a little more patience than your parents because they done raised their kids. And then you just like the second wave. You just get a patient person. (laughs) But grandparents are lovely treasures and I love mine to bits. Like they're my favorite people. Like, I bought my current camera. Originally, my sole purpose of buying my current camera is to, like, get my grandparents, all three of them, I mean, separate times, of course, like, get my grandma and granddad together and have them tell their, like, stories of their lives, basically, how they met their lives beforehand. Like, I heard a little bit of how my grandparents met. I mean, essentially, they met in high school. My grandma is my granddad's sisters was my granddad's sister best friend um younger sister and that's how they met they've been together since high school and that's with my granddad going off to the war because my granddad was um he was why can't I think of it right now I'm like drawing blanks right now he was in the air force boy I was drawing blanks but my granddad was in the Air Force, and, you know, he stayed in Germany for a while. I don't even know if you remember Germany. See, I just want to pick his head. So while he, you know, like, is, like, full here, because, you know, sometimes his memory is a little shaky, and we worry about that. But I just want to document it while he's here, while he knows, you know, just get them to say it you know because you don't know when anything anybody can go you don't know so I just want to prepare for that and I just want to have those memories like just have them talking about their lives because I know when I've asked them all three of them like of their past they'll just light up and like 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 my life and then they'll just they'll just start um they'll be like so 
happy, like talking about it, like, oh, this happened back then. And, you know, seeing that joy on their faces and like getting that not like gaining that knowledge of like, oh, this happened back then. Oh, they went through this. Oh, that's exciting. And then hearing about their lives as teenagers Cause like being teenagers, getting together, then getting married in your early twenties, and having kids, and all of this stuff, you know, the stuff that they be like, mm. <laughs> like y'all kids these days don't be doing nothing. Cause I mean, <laughs> what does it say? Any vendors give you y'all tickets to the dance theater of Harlem this weekend? No. Um. I'm sorry, I got a text message, so I read it out loud. <laughs> um, but yeah, like hearing those stories. I, okay, the only story that I don't want to hear. <laughs> so <laughs> my grandma, she told this one day we were talking to her, me and my mom. This is Linda, senior citizen now. Um, we were talking to her just randomly, just having a conversation with her. And we were talking about movies and these older men liking these young girls, right? And she was just like, yeah, you know, I used to talk to older men when I was young. She's like, I don't, we don't like where this is going. And then she kept going up and she essentially told us, told us how she lost her virginity. It was a very scarring moment in my life. And I'm not going to repeat what she said, but I was like, who? And I'm looking at my mama just crying. Like, I'm like, my mama is laughing and I am scarred that my grandma just felt that comfortable in that moment to tell us. My mom was like, I didn't, when we got in the car, we had to sit and just, we had to sit and think about our lives. And my, my mom was like, I, I didn't know that's where that story was going. Cause if I knew that that was going to happen, I, I would have stopped her. But I couldn't stop her once she started doing it because you looked how you looked. And I just wanted her. <laughs> and I was like, so you was you just wanted her to scar me? How dare you? <laughs> how dare you? And I'm like crying, laughing, cause like I just I just thought that was the wildest thing my mama allowed my ears to hear. The wildest thing. I was just like, this is this is bananas. I don't I don't want to hear those stories on my camera, though. <laughs> I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. That's the one thing I don't want to record is, like, <laughs> uh, my grand. No, no, I'm sorry. I just, now the conversation popped up in my head, and I'm starting to, like, my eyes are starting to water because, like, I'm laughing. And <laughs> that's, oh, no. <laughs> just erase all of that erase all of that in my head oh my god moving on moving on moving on moving on so this weekend I actually got to hang out I mean outside of my grandparents this weekend I actually got to hang out um with Miss Dobbins I know y'all haven't heard from her in a while because she's not on social media no more but she finally agreed to come to something with me and I was so shocked I was like oh my god you actually gonna come out the house dog I was ha actually mad happy because I, I don't think I seen her since like last year sometime maybe December November I don't even know when I seen her I think the last time I seen her yeah she popped up it was in December 
sometimes. So I was like, dang, it's really been a minute since I've seen you. And she, yeah, I mean, she looked like 30 minutes away, maybe less than 30. But, you know, both of us be busy. Like, her schedule's crazy, working double shifts and, st- shifts and stuff. So I just catch her when I can. I was so happy that I could finally catch her because we went to a little event on Sunday after I left my grandparents, my grandma's birthday party. We went to an event, and it was it was all right. The event was the event was fine. Um, I went to go support a friend who I didn't even talk to that much, but I I was so happy I got Miss Dobbins out the house and my friend Morgan. I was happy I got them out the house. So it was that was a nice moment. I don't know who walking up on me right now. Oh, it's Jaira. Jaira has returned, y'all. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so I got her and my friend Morgan out the house and we just, we was just chilling. I think Jaira should have handed me the headphones this whole time. I could have been hearing myself, but that's fine. That's fine, Jaira. I just noticed it. It's too late now. It's too late. I don't need them. Um, but yeah. And, and okay. What was funny about, okay. This interaction with the friend, um, I went to go see or went to go support. <laughs> I've never been called um he this person oh dang I guess y'all know it's a he <laughs> uh, them they this person called me Wonderland they were like what did they say it was so funny to me because I was like dang I might be Wonderland <laughs> I am and they were like yeah so I don't think you give people straight answers all the time. I think you're like mad, like goofy and silly or whatever. They're still getting to know me. Um, and well, I forgot what's taking place, but yeah, we were just talking or whatever. And he was like, yeah. So I think I'm like Alice. He was referring to himself and you're wonderland. And I was like, Oh, so you're curious and I'm a rabbit hole. Because I was like, well, I do fall into rabbit holes. I do just be like, I get off subject very easily and I'd be trying to come back, but it'd be a very deep rabbit hole. So I guess I am Wonderland. And I was like, I actually take that as a compliment. So for somebody to call me Wonderland, that's a compliment. Is that a compliment, Jaira? <laughs> if you think about it, I, I'm, 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 I, I'm a, uh, describe Wonderland to me. I took it as a compliment, but I think Wonder is Wonderland. Okay, so I took it as a compliment of the little bit I can remember from Alice in Wonderland. I just know it was a very like colorful place with all these like creatures. I mean, it's a talking rabbit and talking cat, and the mad hat. It was just it's a lot going on. It's just just like this very silly crazy place all over the and I was like dang and my I mean I'm pretty all over the place and it's just a lot going on in Wonderland so I just think that's really cool why you why you making that face huh but all of that's going on and all of that's taking place is 
Is being called Wonderland um, a compliment, Kari? My track is not up, my brother. <laughs> Let's see. There I go. Now you hear me. Do you hear him? Okay. Is it still recording? How how long have I done? Oh, I've been doing good talking to myself. Yes. I, I was in here by you myself. Feel crazy. Um, a little bit. I feel you. I feel. A little you. Bit. Are you crazy? Um, it's debatable on days. Okay. Um, for you guys that's listening, you know, <laughs> I'm no longer by myself. No. Kari, the guy who's over this old shindig. Shindig, what's up? Has joined us. What's up? Kari. Unicorns. <laughs> Unicorn world. How are you doing? I think they're doing amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, they just heard me tell them a long story about my grandparents. Because ah. I did not have other things to talk about. Big homies. Okay. Yeah. What? What? How are your big homies unicorns? How are they unicorns? They're not. Okay. They're not. I don't think. They're not unicorning? None of my grandparents are like really creative. Okay. I, I mean, so how are they real? They're real because I don't know. They, I don't know. Now I'm, now I'm all over the place. Okay. They're real because I think my grandparents are really amazing. And real because they've supported my creative goals. Ain't to this that point. I taught I, well, I told them about like the favorite movie I used to watch with my granddad, which was The Blob. The Blob. That's an old school movie. Yep. That's as a child, I played that movie to the ground over my grandparents. Real hokey coat classic. <laughs> uh yeah, it's like scary, scary thing coming to a town. I'm I'm looking at Quiet Place 2, thinking to myself, I haven't seen Quiet Place One. How, then why did you watch it? No, I'm saying I'm I'm oh. looking at the previews for it. Saying I was like, did you go to the movies to see Quiet Place 2 and then see the one? I'm sure I could. I mean, I, I don't know necessarily if the continuity in uh, in this hard genre is uh, such a such a layered plot that I can't pick up the pieces. Uh, true, true. Because I'm a I love horror movies. Oh, so are you gonna see? Are you gonna see the remake of Candyman? I sure will see Candyman. <laughs> I'm so excited. Okay, so question: Are yes. they gonna have what's his name? What's his name? Candyman. Some, yeah, the guy who played what's his name? Todd something. I don't know. It's or Candyman. Something Todd. I call him Candyman. I mean, yeah, because I think all his characters have been. Very similar because he was only that in Final Destination, as far as I know of. But he may have been in something else. He was in a lot of what else? You about to pull up an IMDb? I am coming from my mind. I get that. I get from IMDb. I get that, but like this is why the internet is just so like it's just at your fingertips. You gotta gotta use your mind. His name is. I feel like I talked about him, Tony Todd. Okay. Candyman, okay, Final Destination, Hellfest. Mm-hmm. I feel like all his characters are probably the same because he just has, he just has that. He just he, has a, he looks he scary. Has a <laughs> horror vibe. So you wouldn't go on a date with him? No, no I would not. Because <laughs> he 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 has two hundred and twenty nine acting credits. Mm. Let's not. And that Put wouldn't him. turn you on a man spitting bees out his mouth? No. <laughs> I, not at all. That's messed up. That's messed up. And well, we, what's funny. And we got a, and we got a uh, what is that? It's the bee population is declining. Oh, so then I should have been like, 
Thank you for blessing me with bees because the world without bees is a bee lot of kiss. Po- bee kissing. Mm-mm. No, I can't do that. That wouldn't turn you on? No. Mm. No, it wouldn't. It wouldn't. No. Mm. No. Mm-mm. Wasn't okay, but how far how close to the original storyline you think Jordan Peele is going to be? I didn't like, think it was Jordan Peele doing it. I thought it was uh that lady doing it. Um Jordan, Jordan Peele is doing this? Okay. Um <laughs> He's doing know. it cuz like then I was like he I keeps I thought that using- that's why they said it's uh No, he has a lady like like, like co-producing and, and yeah. like helping. No, the it's a lady on it, but like I think she's like Okay. I, I don't know. A Jordan Peele production. But it's a Jordan Peele production and He's that the monkey claw producer. thing. Yeah. And I thought that she was coming on as like, she's like the new Jordan Peele. Oh, is she? Black magic. I'm all for that. Okay. You think, are they going to bring up any of that, like the storyline of him being the slave and then give I'm people sure. a brief? history on where Candyman came about. I'm sure they will. <laughs> I was like, I'm how really, much are they going to switch In reference it? to this, I'm more interested in the Antebellum movie. Oh, yeah. Uh, with, uh, damn, my mind, what's what's her name? Um, when, uh, Janelle Monet. Yeah, Janelle Monet. I'm more interested in that Antebellum movie. Yeah. And, like, just the wave of this mix of, like, I guess, like, suspenseful horror. Yeah. That really kind of, I guess... Is what his signature is. Yeah. Everyone's face after Get Out, you know, came out. You know, some of it's been good. Some of I, I hated us. Why? Uh, for so many, so many reasons. How many times did you watch it? Did you watch it once and just be like, nah? I sure did watch it one time <laughs> and I said, what in the is that? I did that after we did the walkthrough for uh, the Detroit is Different Festival. Oh, I really? To go see us. Yep. <laughs> yep. And it, it, well, I meant to see it again because I liked it the first time. I just felt like it was a lot of things hidden in the movie, and Asia and I kind of discussed it when we kind of did a comparison between Get Out and Us, even though it's not a comparison between the two, but we just like... Yeah, Get Out's a better movie. <laughs> we just like put the films together as to talk about Jordan Peele, like, his horror genre that he's starting to like yeah. break into yeah. outside I, of the comedy. I've even have you watched some of the Twilight Zones? Everybody talked about the Sinai Lathan Twilight Twilight Zone. I only watched the first episode. Oh, okay. Which was free. Okay. Right. I don't got cable. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and or look, that the app. unicorn doesn't even <laughs> steal doesn't even steal uh watching television. I know. You a legal person. You, I'm legal. <laughs> She, she ain't got a fire stick like every every other I don't have a fire shop going beauty salon going person. Dang, you know, I've been meaning to get a fire stick, mm. but mm. then my dad bought me like something that's like a fire stick. Is that it's Google the poor thing? Man's fire stick? I, is it poor man? I, I feel like know. the Google thing still costs about the same. I don't know why he got me this Google thing, but it doesn't work. But it's they like, jailbreak the fire stick, so you can be like, yo, you can watch whatever you want on here. You I, haven't been sold that. No. You, you're going to the wrong barbershop. I haven't been to no barbershop. Oh, okay. <laughs> I haven't. Mm. Like last mm. Saturday, well, two weeks, uh, the weekend before last was the first time me getting my hair done in a year ah. by somebody outside of me. Outside of you. Outside okay. of me. I do my hair outside of okay. I me. Mean, Is that part that. of the unicorn experience as well? What? Doing your own hair? Yeah, I guess. Okay. I mean, being 
No, because I wouldn't say all unicorns could do hair or should do hair. Okay. <laughs> I just do it because I'm efficient. Okay. I get it done. I feel you. Do whatever styles. I don't got to pay nobody. I can mm-hmm. switch it up. I could take it down in two days and be like, oh, I don't feel no type of way because I ain't spent no money really. So why did you go to a stylist this time? I needed my hair cut. Okay. And you didn't want to cut your own hair? Huh? You didn't want to cut your own no, hair? No, last time I cut my own hair. I, it was lopsided. It was a little uneven. And yeah. I did it when it was like curly. So was I was it, just was like. It, <laughs> ting, ting, you don't ting, have ting, steady ting. hands? Your hand ain't steady? No, I just got scissor happy. Scissor happy. What does that mean? I I just kept cutting. Okay. Just. You could have just did the big everything, chop. You could have gone Oh, no, 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 no. I don't think I got the hair shape for that. Oh, you know I try to stay, I, I humble myself and I'd be like, my head might be too big to pull off certain styles. Mm-hmm. And I'm fine with that. I've accepted that as my thing. Like, I don't need to do the big shop. My hair is kind of mm-hmm. healthy. No, it's pretty much healthy. It's healthy where what I wouldn't have What would Indy say about that? You know, she would say, I am not my hair and I am not my hair. But I don't need to do the big shop because I never did a perm. Mm-hmm. So my hair never had to go grow out of a perm. It's just been natural all my life. So it's pretty good. Okay. I just burned it every now and then by straightening it. Okay. It's a year in between. No heat damage. We good. Okay. We out here. Okay. We out here. <laughs> so since this is Ablelos episode, you have any story about your grandparents? Uh, yes. You know. <laughs> This home was actually my my grandma home, Mother Dear, Mary Brown, my maternal grandmother. Mm-hmm. And she was a sweetheart. She was retired, uh, spent a lot of time with me and my big sister, Dar, who is a unicorn because she's very creative. She yes, writes unicorns. stories and she does uh, animated features. If you're on Amazon Prime and got little homies, look up Sky Princess. That's my sister's movie. And um, we spent a lot of time with my grandma. And my grandma used to, you know, do that grandma stuff you know she she had <laughs> What's grandma southern stuff? a southern style to herself but we always knew her just as a sweetheart so mm-hmm. some grandma stuff was you know we get in the car and she buckle us in and we drive and she would go meet with her friends uh she was the choir director at her church mm-hmm. and played the organ so we would go as they would rehearse and she'd drop off the song books you know, if you didn't know your hymns, she'd check in <laughs> on people and we'd yeah. be in the car with them, you know. And when we'd ever have our little hustles, uh, you know, people give us candy or mm-hmm. a quarter here or a quarter there. That was the type of stuff that I do with my grandma coming up. And it's it's sad, too, uh, on the strength of uh, now that I've gotten older, mm-hmm. I wonder what relationship I would have been able to have with my grandma as she would have gotten older. So people that have elders in their family, Mm -hmm. because as you grow older, I've found the big homies, they open up a whole lot more and you find, you find out more of their human characteristics Yeah, and finding out more of their human characteristics. It's just unique because these people are like heroes to you when you're a child. So my paternal grandmother, my granny, she's stubborn as ever, but I love her. She's a, she's a sweetheart too. She's in Cincinnati. Um, and one of the most what what would describe her other than she can be unreasonable about a lot of things. Okay. And she's a sweetheart as well. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. That's my maternal grandma. She's the stubborn one. <laughs> my paternal grandma, she's a little sweeter. <laughs> uh-huh. But my grandma, Linda Senior Citizen, my mom's mom. Mm-hmm. I got another story because you were talking about riding around with your grandma. Yeah. So riding I just around thought. And getting it in a Buick. <laughs> in the Buick Century. My, mom, my grandma had, uh, what did she have? She had a Lincoln. She loved her Lincolns mm-hmm. back then. And she have a, a Bible on the dash. Uh, shout out to what was, what's that dude that used to rap with Rick Ross before your time? He had that song Bible on the dash. Oh, no. Who? Oh, man. Who? Who? He, he, Put his hip. I'm he's young. He's the one dude with the uh, with he's the one dude that rap with Rick Ross that had the, the two big uh, locks. Two big locks. Like uh, somebody gunplay. Like, yes. OK. Bible on the dash. <laughs> OK. Oh, oh. Did your grandma have a Bible on her dash? She you had took me back. <laughs> Bible on the dash? No, nah, she and, didn't. And she had tissue on the dash as well? Nah, I don't think so. Wait, she might have. She, actually, she might have had tissue on the dashboard. Mm-hmm. Now that I think about it. Okay. Yeah, you'll never know. But Especially in this corona season. See, they was already <laughs> thinking ahead of the next person. They were. They were. They were prepared. But what she used to do with me and my sister, she always used to play Vicky Winans. <laughs> There we go. Our favorite song, the most the most animated song we could get to was Long As I Got King Jesus. Mm. And me and my sister <laughs> would be in the back acting up because we would each be singing <laughs> the parts or whatever and just getting fully into it. And that, that used to be actually really fun because my grandma, she also used to very much have a layup foot. And <laughs> we would just do like, this is where it is. She had places to go. <laughs> this is where it is, guys. Grandma had to go places. She was prayed up, y'all. <laughs> See, I'm, I'm an old man, and my grandma was an old lady, so she played Mahalia Jackson and the good James Cleveland. That's yeah. like way before your time. Like that's where the records would start on tape, and then like it, like you hear that hiss, like yeah. And then you know you hear that Mahalia, yeah. Martin Luther King <laughs> do an intro or something, and then you know definitely glory, glory. Mm-hmm. And then some, some Aretha Franklin, you know, yeah. but, uh, and then my grandma, my grandma's TV is like, I'm looking at the corner where her TV was oh. and she look at the numbers every I day. Looked, I looked we used to have to, there. um, we used to sometimes have to put in the numbers for, her. even though we were kids, she'd stand right behind us. Yeah. Her, the shop that, uh, she'd always play the numbers. People that are strict about their numbers are real superstitious. Mm-hmm. You know, and if you've never seen or got people in your family that play the numbers, the ups, downs, all arounds, no. you know, 50 50s. Yeah, it's a, it's a science to playing the numbers. I was like, unfortunately, my grandparents, I, I didn't experience that, but I know my friend, um, my best friend, her grandma plays the numbers, mm-hmm. and she always has to go to a specific place you got at that a right. specific time. At a specific time. <laughs> and that's where she has to play it. Yeah, she didn't care about the prices. Well, she didn't care about Wheel of Fortune or Jeopardy, but because the numbers came on between the shows, she had we to were watching both of them. <laughs> yeah, nah. Both, I think, yeah, no. <laughs> I'm trying to think of, like, if my grandparents ever had me do anything, you don't know outside. about the straight box or none of that. Nope, mm-hmm. not at all. Mm-hmm. Did you already say mm-hmm. my fa- mm-hmm. my both my both sets of my grandparents? They were just heavy in the church, and they just didn't do that. Yeah, my uh, <laughs> yeah, my grandma here was definitely heavy in the church. Too. Yeah, like I say, as the as the leading the choir and everything like that. But that's part of the 
the complexity of the black experience. No, that yeah. You can love the numbers and no, no, I definitely get it. <laughs> you know? So yeah, definitely the church every Sunday. Uh, Sunday was obviously the day of worship, but mm-hmm. Thursday was the full brand rehearsal uh, or choir rehearsal, mm-hmm. and then Tuesday was kind of like the lead singer rehearsal. So mm-hmm. you know, between then dropping off uh, different hymns and being in it the songs of zion book they sing a lot of that because yeah. they were older folks so, you know, <laughs> yeah they sing the old songs <laughs> christ presbyterian church out there in southfield still i believe so shout out to those people that are there uh it was an interesting experience when i was a little little homie as mm-hmm. we would spend most of our days kind of you know being babysat by my grandma she let us do whatever, you know, but regular games, me and my sister. Mm-hmm. Um, and as I say, that growing relationship with my older grandmother is always become colorful. <laughs> as the new colorful thing is she is very particular about everything. Okay. So her at 89 years old, she's lost some of her mobility. Uh, but in losing the mobility, her mind is just as sharp as it's always been. Okay. So it's she needs to rely on people more, but her willingness to ask for help or her willingness to uh, want help from others mm-hmm. is is difficult because like me, she is particular about how she wants assistance from people. So yeah, and some of it is our, our reasonable request. Uh, what was the most recent thing? Our TV went out and she really likes TV. So her TV went out and she was like, I'm going to call these people and they can come fix TVs. And I'm like, yo, Granny, people don't do that no more. This is 2020. What's going to happen is you're going to call that number and they're going to have you box it up and ship it to a company that ain't even the company you bought the TV from because it's probably somebody else that has the warranty covered. Mm -hmm. So she was like, nah, that's not what's going to happen. I was like, all right. (laughs) So I waited one day and she was like, I'm not doing it today. Then I called the next day. She's like, all right, I'm going to try it today. And then when I called her, she was like, I talked to this Indian guy. He ain't even understand me. I'm like, I bet. I bet. I bet you did. Right. And she was like, no, nah, but I'm going to try again. I think it's this place on the other side of town. I'm like, that place is closed because people don't get appliances repaired like they used to. They don't. So she called that place on the other side of town. And then she finally gave in by saying, if you want me to buy me a new TV, then you can buy me a new TV. <laughs> This is the stubborn nature of this woman. She did if not you want to buy me a new yes. TV, you can buy me a t- Yes. Not, hey, make, I, it would be nice if you yes. could buy me a new TV. No, yes. if you want to do it, and you she, she and gave I you said, free will. And I said, guess what? We're going to buy you that TV. Oh, bless so you. I bought her the TV. And then the next thing was, I hope all the channels come in right. Because she still doesn't want to get cable because she thinks cable's a waste of money, even though she should get cable because she ain't doing nothing else. Yeah. You know, at 89, the tough <laughs> thing of the reality at 89 is she still likes some of her programming, which is basically a lot of the church shows and Family Feud. Yeah. But uh, a lot of her friends have passed. You know, the social, your social circle change. I mean, yeah. I don't know what that has to be like to be 89 years old and most of the people you consider friends have died, you know, Mm -hmm. but uh, television is kind of like that pseudo friend. You know, she's been watching Family Feud since Family Feud was a new show. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And now she likes Steve Harvey. So (laughs) 
Now she can watch some Steve Harvey. So um, we got a new TV in there, and she finally said, thank you. Look she at called, that. and she said, thank you. And I was like, yes, you are back to watching The Feud. I'm happy we can help. I'm happy to help. And this is also proven. She's also uh, taught me a lot about women and the unreasonable nature sometimes. Unreasonable. Oh, do tell. Dylan. What? Dealing with my lady friends. But, unreasonable? But it's worth it. It's worth it. Because my How are they unreasonable? Beautiful. Because of things like that. Because she needed help, but she didn't want to ask for help. But she knew she needed the help. So when she finally relented to say, if you want to do it, was a sign <laughs> of me basically stepping in and helping. Because she basically wanted to exhaust all of her options of doing it herself mm-hmm. before I could step in and assist. And to me, that's kind of unreasonable. And what does this have to do with your lady friends? Because some of that same things happen. Is, is it that that's because of the, the woman you attract? Yes. Okay. So if we if we want to use that narrative. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> the woman you attract are yes. like this. Okay. Yes. Okay. Because I was like, homies. not all ladies are unreasonable. And my homies are. All the time. All the time. <laughs> Have moments. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. So that's that's my granny. You know, she's <laughs> mad cool. Um, and uh, here's another classic granny story. Okay, Grammy. Uh, 89 smokes half a pack of cigarettes a day. Paul Mall 100. <laughs> okay. And her response, like I say, she's still sharp as hell. Yeah. And she's like, I know they saying I need to stop smoking. But when I started smoking, the doctor was smoking in the office with me. <laughs> I was like, that's... And, and the times, yes, they definitely oh, were. This is, <laughs> I'm like, this woman is unreasonable. <laughs> that's hilarious. I was like, this is... I'm I, like, even I'm, though the logic does, rain is true. <laughs> you cannot trust this. She said, 89 years. <laughs> you can't tell me nothing. You got that right. <laughs> you cannot tell me anything. You got that right. If, if he was going to take me out through this cigarette, he would have done it already. <laughs> That we is what they think. Yes, we can't we can't live by such <laughs> by such logic. I mean, no, but I'm saying that's her that thing. That is her logic. That's her thing. As far as I'm concerned, more power to her. More power to her. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that some of my family members who still smoke just be it's like a lot of people hey. still smoking. Yeah, no, but I'm saying like the people mm-hmm. it's not a lot that's like close to me that you don't think so? I said it's that's like close to me. Oh, oh, a family. <laughs> it's like a resurgence of young young people smoking squares, especially like in the art community. You don't think so? Yeah, it's possible. Yeah. Like you I'm go trying to, to think. like most art art schools or something. Oh and, yeah. And, and no, you go outside. It's no, a smoking def- contingency out there. Definitely. Like uh, I remember CCS. It was one of these students was like, "Yeah, I started. My parents got me a pack of cigarettes because I told them I was stressed." And I'm. Hey. I lost. <laughs> I was like, <gasps> "Yeah, they didn't. They didn't tell teach you a healthy way of no. That um, that is the coping with way. your stress. Why you think people smoking? I just I don't know. Why you think people smoking in the first place? It's stress. I, I get. I, it's just. I just. Well, really, this is what I think. This is my theory. This okay, is Kari theory. Let's hear it. Kari's theory. Okay, Kari theory corner. Yes, I think people used to smoke a lot of weed. But because at one point in time in society, they switched off to squares because squares was more socially acceptable. Okay. 
Okay. It's just squares are more addictive. So you think to yourself, like, damn, you know, I'll just go on and smoke this square till I get back to my trees. Yeah. And then it's like, damn, that square was straight. Yeah. It's like, hmm, interesting. I actually had a friend, yeah, <laughs> who had quit for a minute because I, I, I expressed that I do not enjoy the smell of cigarette smoke. Ain't that something? And I do not Ain't that want to kiss someone who tastes like cigarettes. <laughs> I've dated some some women cigarette smokers, I but I think I men I think men have a way more liberal. <laughs> men are more liberal about what what their uh what do they call them deal breakers. Okay, yeah. Introductory deal breakers are are, are more hard line for women. Yeah. After a while, it's the opposite. After a while, it's the opposite. Sure. You know. It's like mm. he only cheated on me seven times, Ooh, but I mean, I when you hate. think about it, I hate, I hate. We're not. <laughs> I cannot. But We're like not. a woman is like, he wear long socks. What type of man do this? Oh, I can't go and out. And they white, yeah, <laughs> white see? socks. See, there you go. You I'm can't. not. I'm not really gonna be petty off of that. Okay, so if you, my only if thing, if you went on a first date with a with a dude in the summertime and he had on long white white socks, he could make date two. What's the rest of the style look like? I'm just telling you the socks. I just, I just need to know the whole fit. What do the kids <laughs> say now? He had the drip going. <laughs> the drip. The drip. Sure. He was like, let's see, who has drip? You going to make these people, my yes. listeners, think you like 100. I'm a old, I am an old You're man. You're not that old. I'm an old man. All right, y'all. He about he 100. He had the drip going. <laughs> the drip. He was like, Coast. Coast got the drip. <laughs> Shout out to Coast. Yes. <laughs> Oh my God! See, I would have to know what the rest of the outfit looks like. Like I said, he's wearing some coast-like attire, other than the long socks. Coast attire is like dark. Yes. Okay. I mean, it's not my style exactly, and what I search for in a male companion. But that'll be him. It depends on see, but then I'm I'm a personality person. If his personality was great. Okay, so you can overcome you can overcome fashion. I can fix fashion. You can fix <laughs> so how would you introduce him to What do you, I just start buying things? Short socks. <laughs> short socks. Cause don't wear long socks. I don't think. No, I, I don't know. It's, I'm, I'm not looking okay, at this how man's would I socks, introduce but I've this? just heard women you, talk about long socks before. Buy them socks Actually, that you, you know like. Why? Because I like longer socks. And what when is, I'm dating, <laughs> sometimes it'll like, be in the cold, like dress and I'm socks? like, wear longer socks. Oh. And they'll be like, nah, but they're not cool because short shots, short socks show off your kicks more. And I'm like, I understand the theory. Okay. But if it's cold outside, long socks have a functionality to it. Yeah, you can't have your exposed ankles. I, I mean, I don't wear short socks. <laughs> okay. I mean, I, I mean, they're like medium. I wear boots. I wear boots a lot. So. Okay. Yeah. Well, you really need long socks. But yeah, but in that situation, I will just start buying things here and there, switching out certain things, and then he won't think it's a whole change. So he's he'll just see you gonna queer out for the straight guy, the man. Yes. And then slowly he gonna look like, you don't like my fashion? And I'll be like, apparently not. I will be honest. Like, obviously I don't. What What is the <laughs> I biggest... I have changed the guy's clothing before. What's the biggest <laughs> fashion faux pas that a man could uh, have for you? 
I don't. I'm trying to think. I I don't know. I don't know until I see something <laughs> that okay. doesn't work. Would you ever? Okay, this was this was almost like a fashion faux pas. One time for homecoming, where we didn't even want to hang out with my homeboy, but then it was like, one second, we're dudes. Who cares? Oh. Okay, what was it? Cass homecoming, two thousand. Okay. Ah, oh, that was a great homecoming too. Take him back. <sighs> Man, take it, him back right it there. It seems wild. Oh, it was I, amazing. I don't. Kobo Hall, the ground was shaking. Jay Z just want to love you. Okay, but okay. anyway, my man JP, he had on a Versace fit, but it was wrinkled as hell. So it was <laughs> like, yo, dude, even though you rocking Versace, it's so wrinkled. I don't even know, like, why is this bothering me? I don't want to walk in with a dude because he's this wrinkled. <laughs> I, okay, we you overcame know, that hurdle fast. But you know, at the wrinkles, same time, actually, wrinkles against you. <laughs> Just be like, so you don't, you don't got an iron, you don't got a steamer. It was like beyond. You don't just, you don't love yourself. At that point. At that, I, I thought it was the style. After I thought to myself, like, I don't wear Versace. Maybe this is how Versace is supposed to be. Maybe worn. it's supposed to be wrinkled. Yes, actually, that may be a new fashion trend. New rap rappers listen to this show because I know it's a lot of you all wear wrinkles. To this. Wrinkled clothes may become a style. Because it's nothing better than doing something where older people are like, what are you doing? What are you doing? You telling them this, I thought about the whiz and I was about to do bah, 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 bah. the new yes. color is yes. great. Yes, the new style is wrinkled. It's like, damn, what are they doing? These kids are crazy. <laughs> Can't reach the youth wearing wrinkled clothes. Hey. What would Martin Luther King do? That's exactly what older people would be saying. And, and you'd be like, you know what I'm saying? You just hating on my style. It, it'll be like skinny jeans were like seven years ago. <laughs> we're going to take a pause because I want Jira to insert the wheels. <laughs> the, I'll sing you the sequence. It'll be um, it'll be our sequence. And just put the green, the like the first line before they turn red. Does that make sense? <laughs> I will okay. I will cut the clip just so you will understand <laughs> where she will I want do her editing. Yes, Look, I will cut the Audio clip editing. where I want it to cut. He just makes that as fancy as you can. But Okay, let's see what other what other uh, 80s, 70s movies have you seen? I've I, <laughs> a lot. Okay. Okay. Eighties, eighties, seventies. What you doing watching all these old movies? 80s, you 70s. watching The Blob? You watching The Wiz? The Blob, I watched all the time, and then my grandpa used to also his favorite movie to put on was The Phantom of the Opera, the original one. So, oh, with like, my man with the messed up teeth. <laughs> or no, was that Dracula? I don't know. No, the Phantom Opera. You know, he had the mask. Does that make? Yeah. yeah do you yeah, remember? Yeah. I never watched that movie. Okay, because the the remake was good, but the original was also really. I good. need black people in my cinema. Okay, you're right. It was no black people, but his favorite movie was this. Like I told the listeners right before he came, like was this movie about some war? It was like Bridge Over Something. 
I remember I purchased it for him, but uh-huh. every time I watch it, I fall asleep. Yeah. He watches it. He enjoys it, but. Do you even it's... have a war movie you like? <laughs> no. See, because of my era, I was watching those think. 80s movies. The what's, Nam, what's... The Nang. No. So you got. I don't have a war movie. You definitely <gasps> got. What were you going to say? Full Metal Jacket. If no. you've never seen Full Metal Jacket, you all are probably familiar with that because the whole scene of Me So Horny from Luke's song, which later was sampled uh, from, um, who was that? Drake and Lil Wayne and them and Rick Ross and French Montana. They probably got like a million songs. Yeah. But <laughs> either way. Um, I was like the combo. Yeah, exactly. Sinless. They have many, many songs many. together. Exactly. <laughs> Shout out to Frenchie. But <clears throat> you got Full Metal Jacket. Great film. Okay. Great film. I don't really like Let's war see. films. But Platoon, I think Platoon is actually one of my favorite movies ever. It's really about war, but it's also about leadership style. Is the movie called Glory with Denzel? Okay, that's World War. That's that's not that's that's Civil, Civil War. war. That's yeah, Civil that's the Civil War. Yeah, good point. I, I like that one. Yeah, where we watched has it as the kids. one tier. Yep, we watched it as kids. Where they it, beat was, it was at my middle school, my elementary school. Mm. She put it on, and I was like... Should we be watching? This? And then they have that. Uh, we gonna watch the, him uh, get whipped? What is this? The John Williams music. Matthew Broderick is in it. Ferris Bueller. Yeah. Or other people. But uh, yeah. Yeah. That is. Uh, Glory is. Oh, an you know what? I, film. Okay, I know an, another movie that I've watched. What? Hold on, it's coming to me. I forget names. No. I mean, I've watched... Jarhead or something? No, no, no. I'm getting off of war films. You asked other 80s Uh, and 70s movies, movies. so I'm just going back. 80s movies, 80s movies, 80s movies, 80s movies, 80s movies. What year was... um, What? um, Hollywood Shuffle. What year was that? That's definitely 80s. That is. That's like 86. Yeah. Hollywood Shuffle. I like that. I enjoy that movie. I was watching the other day. I was watching that the other day while I was um, painting, (laughs) and I was like, I really enjoy this. Minky Dinky Dog is in that, and uh, (laughs) what else is in Hollywood Shuffle that I really great? Keenan Ivy Wayans is also in there. You got that right. Robert Townsend work. Yep. Love Robert. <laughs> and then I was I got sad because you know John Witherspoon is in there for yeah. his for a moment. I was like, oh yeah, that's like one of his best. That's one of his like original roles where people was like, oh yeah, that's pops before yeah. he was pops and before he was pops. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll really take you back. It's a what's it's a what's happening episode. Okay, the disco dynamite what's happening episode where rerun gets into a dance contest. That I think was the first time I saw John Witherspoon. Oh, really? Yes, he's the <laughs> DJ, and uh, Rerun wins the dance contest at the disco. But uh, this is definitely taking people way back. Unless you watch TV One a lot, I, I watch TV or One. You have that's the only way member. I know about the show. I watch TV One a lot when back when I used to have a TV in my room when I was mm-hmm. a kid. It used to just be on. There you go. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And that's also how I knew what Amen was. <laughs> and um Ah, good old Amen. And what was the what, it was another show that came on all the time on TV. A man one. named Hawk. <laughs> it's before your time. Yeah, I don't think that came on TV. 
Um, it was this dude ooh. that walked around with a forty cal, and he was doing. Um, he was a private eye. What year was Harlem Nights made? That was eighty eight. Okay, there you go. Mm-hmm. Look at that. Oh yeah, Harlem Nights is definitely a classic. Yeah, many classic lines, the he characters. Shot, he shot my pinky toe. <laughs> I told you I was gonna shoot. Yeah, Della Reese with classic role. Uh, Leela Rashawn, classic role as Sunshine, yeah. and then even that whole scene with Arsenio. Where uh, where he had a little gun, and he like, stop shooting that little motherfucker. <laughs> Classic scenes. Classic <laughs> scenes. Because they had the Tommy guns and stuff. Yeah. And Eddie Murphy. Yeah, Eddie Murphy in the 80s could do no wrong. Yeah. I, I have the Eddie Murphy collection. <laughs> I, I mean. own the Golden Child, 48 Hours, another 48 Hours. Again, isn't Beverly that Hills why? Cop 1 <laughs> and 2, <laughs> Trading <laughs> Places. <laughs> Isn't that why Hollywood Shuffle was making like jokes of Eddie Murphy? Of course, yes. he was like, they just want Eddie Murphy. Eddie I don't Murphy want to be no Eddie wrong. Murphy. But actually, if people don't know this, but Robert Townsend was, uh, Robert Townsend, Keenan Ivory Waynes, Arsenio Hall, and Eddie Murphy were all writers. Yeah. They were all writers with Eddie Murphy when he did Raw. They were all like friends. Yeah, like, I was watching... Um, They've got us on Netflix, and they were talking mm. about that. I never watched <laughs> all of it, but I started watching it. Yeah, he was talking about sure. he was talking about um, how <laughs> they were negotiating um, <laughs> how many cuss words Eddie mm-hmm. Murphy can say in Raw, yeah, <laughs> and going back and forth with the networks because Eddie Murphy really wanted to keep everything, <laughs> and they were like, um, "So we're gonna have to cut a little bit of this." Yes. For it to air, you gonna have to chill. And then he was just talking about how the production team was on that because he was like, We're all producers just trying to figure out how to write things and make it all work where everybody's pleased. Well, raw <laughs> Eddie Murphy was on top of his game, even more so than Delirious. Right now, you look at both of those specials because I guess uh, comments about uh homosexuality, uh marriage, um wealth. Race can be seen as problematic. That shit's funny as hell. Raw <laughs> may be one of the funniest stand-ups there ever will be. Uh-huh. Classic. <laughs> and and the dude's wearing a tight-ass purple leather suit on top of it. Yeah. So that's what makes it even <laughs> more of a classic. That's, oh my goodness. <laughs> so I definitely think that that will be just as funny, but I'm a classic 80s Eddie Murphy fan. Okay. 90s Eddie Murphy I like him. Like, ah. You just like him. I love Boomerang. I love Distinguished Gentlemen. I will watch uh, Vampire in Brooklyn just because it's Eddie Murphy. I don't really like the clumps, but you know it is what it is. Even though Dave Chappelle's character, where he's going back and forth roasting uh, Clump, is funny as hell. Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think that was the first time I saw Dave Chappelle in something, if I'm not mistaken. Many, many maybe people. that was, was many that people's was that one of his introductions to yeah, that was scene? many people's actually Star Search, a television Search? show that many okay. people are unaware of. But it that was, was like his the first white acting? version of Apollo. Yeah, but a lot of people were on there. Beyonce and them was on there. Mm-hmm. Justin Timberlake was on there. Mm-hmm. Who else was on Star Search? I don't know. Put us hip. <laughs> a lot of people were on Star Search. It's like a it was like I American mean, I Idol Star- back when people Star needed like their own material to be on it yeah now you can just like use other people's material more power to it 
<laughs> Even though I don't know, do people watch American Idol still? I mean, it's coming back. Do I don't people watch it still. I don't even know when this. It season. was like three years where people was like watching the hell out of it. I was recording yes. in rap studios where people was like, "Hold on, hold on, nigga, hold on, I gotta see, I gotta see. Is it gonna be Ruben or Clay?" And I'm like, "What the fuck?" Okay, I was watching it back then though. I'm like, "Yo, man, if you don't get back to this real shit, you rapping about killing people, <laughs> and you sitting up here like, I gotta see who gonna win, Ruben or Clay." <laughs> And it was I like have a racial fam- dynamic. I have family members that um like went new out Ruben. and auditioned for American okay. Idol. I was gonna say they knew Ruben. No. Oh, okay. No. I don't they think knew they Clay. Know. I know. Oh, okay. They knew that is Asian that, dude. Is that, that that's all sing. you know about that season? Yeah. That that's the only season you know. Yeah, basically the Asian dude. That you don't know Fantasia's about Fantasia. From there. Yeah, good point. <laughs> Fantasia, <laughs> Kelly Clarkson, Jennifer Hudson was on the same year as Fantasia. I just really know the the uh, um, who else Fantasia because that song oh Jordan that, Sparks that song messed everybody up that don't want me then don't talk to me <laughs> that was like a breakup song if you don't want me then don't talk to me it was like whoa it's like damn don't be making songs like this he was messed playing up all types of messed up all types of relationships was that was that Choco too he was playing that like after breakups. No, I'm saying that that was an insight the breakup <laughs> song. Like you heard that? In the like car, <laughs> women be in the car listening to that. Like <laughs> going over to break up with my nigga right now. Yes. It's like don't want me, then don't talk to me. And then make sure blasting as you pulling up to his crib. And really, Beyonce's whole catalog. Beyonce was like the female two shirts. She was always throwing dudes under the bus. It's like God damn. Me, myself, and I. Yes. <laughs> uh, what's another one? I mean, besides. If you like it, then you should put a ring on it. And then, uh, yeah. obviously, to the left, to the left, you'd be in the club, like, ah. Oh. Mm-hmm. All my singles. Everything ladies. you own. And the bots to the left. In the corner. No, that's my stuff. Yes. Like Beyonce <laughs> did not have love for the guys. And then I went crazy when she dropped Lemonade, because then it's the whole album of it. Whew. Wasn't that fun? <laughs> yeah, Lemonade is, uh, I actually, that's one of the few albums I purchased, like, oh, almost same that. day. Almost same day. Because I was like, I got to I gotta get this whole artistic experience that they speak of. It, it was, was like, so great, wasn't it? They were like, it's like New Orleans, and it's this, and it's that. And I, it was interesting. It was interesting. It they, was that's interesting. how they describe it? They yeah. just went in? It, All of this. It was an experience, Lemonade yeah. as a whole. Yeah, more more shout out to Queen B. Yes. She is the pop artist of, I guess, she's the largest pop artist since like that 80s Michael Jackson, Prince, Madonna era mm-hmm. that I can say that like even if you don't like her music, you're going to like some of her songs. I don't think there is a pop artist that parallels to that. <laughs> Not at all. You know, so shout out to Queen B. Yes. And the beehive. We love See, Beyonce. Obviously, she doesn't like bees because I bet you Beyonce would, would hook up with. Oh, my goodness gracious. No, she would not hook man. up with Candyman. Nobody would hook up with Candyman. Mm, mm, mm. No love for Candyman. <laughs> Nobody would hook up with Candyman. Uh, uh, uh. We didn't say it like a billion you times. Some Candyman kids. Candyman's going to come out because we didn't say it like a hundred times at this oh, point. Man, you know. Let's see. What, what was yeah? Nobody was afraid, and that's the thing. Nobody was really afraid of Candyman. Let's see. Like, like black people, just period. Like, <laughs> like, Candyman, like okay, that type of horror is not the scary horror. Like, what's the last horror movie that 
it was like, okay, yeah, this shit is kind of scary. I still haven't seen Parasite. I need to go on and watch it, but I got to be in the mood to Parasite's watch subtitles. Parasite's not a scary movie. Yeah, that's what they say. So I, I can't think. I got to really think. <laughs> I got to think of like, what was the last movie that I thought like, oh, yeah, that shit's kind of scary. I don't even know the last movie I thought was. And I, I enjoy scary movies. What is? No. And in reality, <laughs> for those people that watch TV that like the the what's that? The Travel Channel, those uh, haunted house shows. Some of them shows are actually as good as or as scary as some of these horror uh some of these horror movies. Yeah. You ever seen those shows where like people talk about like, you know, like it was a it was a visit and this and that and the other. Yeah. One was like a really cool story where it was a black lady that was like a teacher in Minnesota. And she, it was a little girl that kept following her in her dream. And then she showed up next to her bed every day, every day, every day. And it was bothering her. And uh, she had to look the girl's name up and everything. She looked the girl's name up in the registry. It was a drunk driver that hit that little girl. And the drunk driver was a black lady that looked almost just like her. Oh. And she she basically got the ghost in the car, drove the girl to the drunk driver's house because she found out where the drunk driver lived. And she basically, I guess, left the ghost with that lady instead of her. Like, haunt this broad. Yes. It was interesting. That's was, so bananas. How like, you, gonna get, a, how you get a ghost in the car? I was like, this should be in a movie. How you convince a ghost to get in the car? I don't know, but <laughs> what I'm saying Do you is be like, it was one of the best, it was one of the best, um, <laughs> one of those shows like it was so good Wait. they should make that a movie i'm just trying to think of the conversation I know somebody like, somebody listening to your podcast gonna be like damn i saw that shit too no I just, i'm just dope. trying to think of the conversation like sis let me have a heart to heart with you i am not her she is not me i'm gonna show you the lady come just follow me just get in my car i'm gonna just take you to her and then the because... girl will be like you was listening to little wayne yesterday you are <laughs> i'm just messing with you <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna just drive you to her you y'all can you go duke it out figure out y'all lives, you know, now that you have her, you can just go on. You just rest now. There's the resolve. You knew I wasn't the right person. That's why your spirit couldn't go on. Cause you knew I wasn't her. Yep. You knew in your heart of hearts, I wasn't her. I just looked like her. Yep. That's the conversation. Y'all. Okay. I, I'll tell you, I'll tell you the last movies that were okay. That not the conjuring one was okay. That conjuring two I think that was one of the last scary movies. I was like, yeah, this shit is interesting. What happened in The Conjuring 2? That's when what they was went over it? to England with the girl. And the guy was like, uh, the, the the girl was being haunted by... The Conjuring is with the doll, right? Okay, it's that's part or of is The Conjuring. Part of it? As, this is, this oh, is the, the Conjuring is the, let's, the let's couple, it right? right it's The Conjuring Universe. Is, that seems to be yeah, what all of these that's Annabelle, use. But yes. The conjuring is with the couple, right? Yes. The yep. wife is the medium. Yes. Okay. And the I'm dude just making is sure. like, I just, don't know, like he, the salesperson. He, doesn't he have, isn't he of the cloth in some form? I don't know. He he uses the tape recorder. Okay. I'm just messing with you. But I, yeah, I don't he's know, something like that. I, don't he, know. I thought he was of the cloth because I thought he was also, I mean, maybe I'm not familiar. Well, don't remember the movie as a whole, but I but thought he was somewhat for the. Because the girl, because the girl was basically being protected by another spirit because it was another spirit that was trying to get to her. So the the spirit that they found was a safe spirit, but it was another spirit that was trying to attack them. 
And that same spirit is that spirit from the nun movie. It's like almost like a demon spirit that keeps traveling to attack these kids that are susceptible to basically be contacted through mm-hmm. these mediums or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So there you okay. go. Yeah, but the con- that Conjuring but, too. Okay, was a, yeah, was you're a right. Good film. You're right. Any of those movies that have to do with like spirits, I think those are the ones that are the scariest. Because I'd be like, ah, it could happen. It can. Spirits are a thing. I think. I think people. <laughs> I think different people. At okay, all of us have the ability to connect. I believe in the spirit realm. Okay. And I'm sounding like a shaman now. <clears throat> and I think certain people. Obviously, for whatever reason, like they they're they have heightened sensitivity to that. Mm-hmm. But different events will happen in life where you can connect. But I'm also one to believe that there are probably way more positive spirits surrounding us than like negative spirits or like demons or something like that, too. But depending upon what you're going through, you can connect through different ones. So, like, uh, one a, a film that talks a little bit about this, but it kind of definitely drops the ball near the end of it. Most of them is the Insidious series. Yeah, the Insidious universe. I didn't. I, okay, Insidious. I didn't find scary. It was really. It was like. It was like jump scary. You know, yeah. you'll just jump ah, mm-hmm. but it wasn't like. Mm, but that was creepy. But that's talking about using basically from one realm of from one realm of sleep or one realm of consciousness going into the outer world, into the spirit realm. The dad was the same guy from the conjurer, right? Yes. Okay. Making sure. Yep. Okay. Yep. Same dude. He's a good, he's a good horror. Yes. Good horror actor because he has a good face of like, like shock and suspense. Yeah. And he also has a good face of like, when people tell him like, Hey man, what's going on with your kids standing in the corner? Like, I don't see anything wrong with that. He has a good, <laughs> I don't see anything wrong with that face too. Those, those are two good traits for any horror actor. I'm sorry to like throw you off your train of thinking. Oh no, though. that's okay. cool. I mean, so, so I never knew I'd be talking so much about a, a genre I enjoy. It's Cause it's a lot of people it's that lovely. don't like horror. They'd be like, I don't watch that scary shit. So, so the, uh, so basically what I was going to say is like, yeah, the uh, that that realm and to touch into that realm, you we we all have that ability. But do we exercise those muscles? Are we around those people? Are we in that state of consciousness to connect to that? And mm, it's interesting. It's sort of like even yeah. in our dream state is different. It's different messages being told to us in our dream state. But do we have the consciousness to remember those dreams because uh, any night we're probably having like, you know, 12 to 15 different dreams yeah. over a night. So what dreams can we remember? Do we have the consciousness to, as they say, be an active participant in our dreams? Meaning that can we do different things in our dream, you know, to change the reality in that dream state? Yeah, I, I think I do. I think and I remember my dreams kind of like very vividly. That's good. As And That's then good. I always ask my friends, I'd be like, OK, did you dream? And they'd be like, no. I was like, no, you, you definitely dreamed. You dreamt. You yes. just can't remember it. Exactly. And I was like, well, you should try to remember it because that also helps with, like, I think, creativity. Because, like, you're creating a whole universe. A lot yeah. of my dreams back when, um, back when I was at my old house, like, I was like, most of my dreams took place in my old middle school for some hmm. odd reason. Interesting. And I was like, did that I find that? That was a pivotal that? time in I your life. I was like, did I find that as, like, a safe space? Why am I just trapped at this middle school? Mm. and it was just always weird but while you were talking about like spirits mm-hmm. <laughs> and you sang about good ones being around you I started singing the Clark sisters <laughs> got an angel watching 
and then it's just yeah but that's that is it's some truth in that realm but it's some truth in that realm i think i think um and for the people that are want to get African centered in this whole concept, African centered, less the, centered. If you study, if you study the teachings of the Dogon Nation, that believed in travel through different realms of reality, through realms of time, and through realms of space, uh, a lot of reality came to life from them. Like, and mu- much of it's in his teachings. I think just due to the Western, you know, Roman Greek uh, philosophy of us adorning uh, African dynasties. A mm-hmm. lot is sent into what happened in Egypt uh, or in, in reality. I mean, none of that stuff is Egypt. I mean, you know, some name a white guy gave it. But, you know, from that reign of Alkibalon and mm-hmm. uh, damn, my mind just my mind just went blank of, of the true name of Egypt. But a lot of the Dogon nation has the same depths of culture that go back, but to touch into those teachings, you know, even when they talk about the shamans from like Haiti or from new Orleans or, you know, what people will say, hoodoo or voodoo or the Gullah Geechee islands of South Carolina. Like it's a lot of people that are experiencing and touching into these different realms of consciousness. Mm -hmm. and, And you can just study and touch a lot of this comedic that's what it is egypt comedic sciences and some of that stuff is in some of those comedic sciences but mm-hmm. many of us i think in america because so much of life is just fast at you like especially like this past sunday it's like oh shit the hour jumped so you don't even have time to think to yourself damn that was a good rest what did i dream about what am i thinking about what will i do today because you're thinking I got an hour. Let me get some coffee. What I got to do? I got to work out. And then I got to go do this. And then I got to do that. Like, you don't have time to rest your consciousness enough to touch back to that creativity. And this is exercising those muscles to explore further into these different realms of consciousness, mm-hmm. which a lot of this is tying into creativity too yeah. I mean, when we think of like the creatives like uh george clinton for instance yeah. or many of the other creators that say like lsd is a gateway to different realities lsd is a obviously as a drug drops some of that inhibition because if you're high off of acid you're not thinking to yourself oh shit i gotta you know go to starbucks and then you know wash clothes because you're tripping yeah hence that's what they label it as but it's going to a different realm of consciousness and this is not an advertisement (laughs) to start (laughs) dropping acid but i'm just telling you the science behind the whole idea of why the cia created lsd in the first place was built on reaching these different ideas and these theories Mm -hmm. hence you know, I don't know if people know this story, but like, you know, some of the first people to really trip on acid were George Clinton and those guys. No. Yeah. And the mamas and the papas out in California. A lot of, I mean, yeah. you know, because you have to be, you know, you, it takes courage to be creative mm-hmm. because you're, you're building something from nothing. It's the, the, if anybody's ever read my, one of my favorite books, uh, The Alchemist. Okay. Know? I think somebody was talking about it. So on the alchemy is the art of basically turning anything into gold. Mm-hmm. But that's what creativity is. You know, gold was perceived at the time when the alchemist was written as the most valuable work 
uh, I mean, a most valuable possession. But there are other valuable possessions. Mm-hmm. But art can be that. Like you're you're painting a picture. You're telling a story. You're having a conversation. You're 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 making a movie. You're making some music. Like you're creating from pure courage to do it and building this whole world that you know that can bring other people into mm-hmm. so some so, truth yeah. <laughs> I mean this is this is very interesting yes. and I think um, I was trying to think I think that, talk more about your dreams what are some other dreams you remember I mean besides my horse middle school middle school I don't know I was just what is it how long is it we one thirty. Okay, that's not terrible. Y'all okay, can listen keep going. to that. Um, I can't I can't think of those dreams right now, but I knew a lot of them took place in my middle school for some mm-hmm. odd reason. I just kept ended up there. It didn't any matter people, where I went. Any people recur? Because most times it, I remember it will, my it will, dreams. It will, it will be my close friends most mm-hmm. of the time, like the people I hung out with the most. It will, it will literally be essentially the middle school but we will have aged okay <laughs> and it would just be weird because i'd be like okay we're aging we're growing mm. but i'm just stuck in this middle school like mm. i would see the gym i would see my teacher mr hobart i would see i would see all these things and i was just like why am i in this middle school mm. it was just weird it was just weird i couldn't get out the middle school i mean i no longer am in the middle school because i Mm. you know growing out of that place <laughs> but i don't know that was like high school mostly high school it'll just be middle school hmm. i'll be there because i really hated southfield public schools when i got Ain't to high school something. and i was like take me back to dps and it did not happen but it's fine but um i don't know i was i was thinking about like I was talking to one of my friends and they were talking about um, discernment, I think, one day. And then that could be like a heightened spirit, like in touch with spirits, right? Because I think I have a little bit of discernment in some cases. Oh, like I just think about New Orleans. Every time I think about New Orleans, I just think about how uncomfortable I felt when I went into this one shop. Hmm. I don't know what the shop, well, the shop was. (laughs) <laughs> it was you know like a whole bunch of like voodoo stuff and like hmm. other stuff going on in the shop it was just like hmm. it was just a lot and it just didn't agree with me mm-hmm. the first time i went the first time i went i could go in the shop the second time we went back to new orleans i couldn't go in that shop like hmm. i tried to like cross the threshold hmm. i was like oh no <laughs> This place does not agree with me. I'm just going to stand outside. I don't know what you guys are going to get into. I tried to stop my little sister. But I was like, I, yeah, I can't mm-hmm. go in there. I just couldn't go in there. And I was, and we kind of touched on this. Like, I think this was like our second episode of this podcast. I talked about it a little bit. And I was like, I don't know. I couldn't go in that shop the second time. Hmm. I couldn't cross the threshold. Hmm. It was so weird. It was just like something like, no. <laughs> and I was like, yep, you're right. Because the first time we went, I was just like, mm, I don't feel great in this place. Mm-hmm. I don't know what they're doing in here. It's just not agreeing with me spiritually. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm, as they say, <laughs> the the gypsy woman, the hoodoo woman, voodoo woman, a lot of blues acts come from that delta. You know, like I want to get a bag of mojo, which is like a bag of different, uh, different spices, herbs, mm-hmm. Uh, possibly bones and plants that like match 
different things in your personality. Mm-hmm. And then, like, you can shake the mojo, hence get your mojo working. Yeah. I eventually want to get a bag of mojo. That's interesting. <laughs> yes. Yeah. But you got to get the right person to make the mojo because they need to have good spirits in tune with them. Yeah. Because, I, I, I mean, I know it's not all bad, mm-hmm. like, everything that goes on, of course, with whatever they practice spiritually. But I know some stuff is very bad. But I mean, so much of it is, I think it's all, you know, it's any form of dealing in the realm of faith. Like, yeah. So it's all, quote unquote, good. Shout out Hammer. Okay. Your time. <laughs> Funky Headhunter Hammer. Okay. okay. So uh, it's all good. It's just more so where are that, it's like the wavelength of spirits. Like where, mm-hmm. where are the spirits surrounding you? Uh, and your consciousness agreeing with the people you're with and also the people connected to that. And then what's what's happening with the energy in and around that place as well. Yeah. So sometimes it's not even necessarily you. And even when we have these days that we think it's like, damn, nothing's working right for us today. Yeah. It may just be because maybe some of what we're carrying from, you know, whether you believe in reincarnation or the spirits that's around you or whatever, they they're they're off to. Mm-hmm. But then another day, everything's working perfect and they're in line. You know, you're manifesting what is, you know, following the energy and following your purpose, mm-hmm. you know, because, yeah, sometimes it's, it's places and spaces where your energy just is like, mm, I don't want to go there. Or sometimes you'll shake a person's hand and it's like, mm, this person's off. The church would say that is the spirit of discernment. Yeah. Trying to sway you away from people that you shouldn't be around. I know. And I mean, different different things. Move it around. Yeah. Just be like, yeah, I have been in contact with people and be like, mm, yeah. no, I'm good. Mm. <laughs> like, you know, like me and Asia used to go out the most. Mm. It was some people we met and I'd just be like, I'm going to just go over here. Yeah. <laughs> just like the, you know, like the, I guess they call it the Wiccan community and like, you know, witches and all of that stuff. Like, okay. Don't matter how much I believe in it per yeah. se, but they're still doing spiritual ceremonies. So I'm not, yeah. I'm not being present for any Wiccan shit because I'm not with that. Mm-hmm. Mm-mm. I don't need to. Oh, no, I don't agreed. need to uh, be in that. Even, even with Ouija boards, you know what I'm saying? Ouija oh, board no. can be. Ouija boarding can be strange. No, because I was I, you're still inviting something. Yeah. You're trying to communicate with something, and I don't believe you just, like, it's like a game. Yeah. Like, I remember they had it up at my job as for decorations. I was like, I don't like this. I know we're not going to touch it, and I know mm. there's decorations. I was like, you don't like it. Yep. Mm. So you was not listening to that <laughs> East 99 Bone album. No, I was not. <laughs> Mr. Ouija. No, no, no. I did not listen. I did not subscribe to that. It's some of their songs I just can't listen to. Ah. What? I can't. I it nah, doesn't nah. work. It, is, it doesn't. I I'd be like, mm. nah, this ain't nah, for me. I cannot live a life without at least hearing no shorts or no losses. At least. It's not for me. Once every other month. More power to them dudes from the land. I was listening to Money in a Ziploc Bag yesterday. <laughs> that was your mood. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Ain't nothing like money in a Ziploc bag. I want to pay somebody in a Ziploc bag and then have them get the... I think it'd be funny if they get it or don't get it. <laughs> what? <laughs> what will be the point of that? Oh, my God. Cause for, just for my own personal entertainment, that shit would be funny as hell. Oh, uh, no. <laughs> well, we should wrap up. 
Okay. We're coming to a close, guys. I came in and almost sat in for an hour with you. It's fine. I'm People with get it. lost. I'm with it. Conversations with, I'm with it. Erod. And, and I'm going to kick in on somebody. You've been kicking ass on your solo episodes, too. Oh, thanks. You thanks. Bill Burn it. <laughs> I try. I try. I try. <laughs> I do. She, she just changed her hairstyle again. <laughs> I did. I had to put it up. I started to get hot. Mm-hmm. My hair is kind of, yeah, I started to get hot. So ah. I was trying to cool off my ears. And your, your producer left. Where did Jaira go? Jaira had to go drop his girlfriend off. Ah, I hope he listens to this. Being a good boyfriend. Yeah. <laughs> okay. There we go. But um, thank you guys for listening. Of course, we are recording in Detroit is different studio. Actually, we're not in the studio today. We're at the round table, the meeting table. I know. The we're we're podcast goons is what <laughs> Joe yes <laughs> used to call us podcast mm-hmm. goons. Anytime we record at the meeting table in Detroit is different. There we house. Go. Yes. But thank you guys for listening. You can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, and Spotify. Spotify. There you go. There we go. Spotify, big one, guys. <laughs> thank you guys for listening. Love you and bye. Say goodbye, Kari. Peace. remember to like share subscribe and always listen on stitcher google play apple store and spotify